0: Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you
1: and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Burger Show.
2: Everybody, this is Mr. Murfreesboro, aka Bill Wilson. You're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. We're here in the studio, WGNS 1450 AM, 101.9 FM Talk Radio, and we've got a cool, a great show for you tonight, um, Lady K. What's going on with you? Because I'm going to let you introduce our first guest, but we'll. Uh, How's it going?
0: And what's going on with me? I've, I've been a good busy. You know, like one of those feel-good busies where it's not draining. It's like positive stress and putting all the balls. Not putting. Moving all the balls forward. <laughs> Don't try to use Is a football Is it
2: Boomtown? Boom Are we talking about Boomtown? Are you still...
0: Oh, yeah. That's good, too. Work's yeah. going good. Doing a lot there. And home life, getting one kid out the door to college. And, of course, the other two starting New Year's and...
2: You had one that was in Europe for a while.
0: Yeah, she's back.
2: With one of those Adams boys. <laughs> and then, uh, But they, was, they had a big time. They
0: did. She's, um, she's with them again now. I didn't you know you had
2: Brian Nell in the studio. I mean, <laughs> Jamie Stillman is going to talk to us for a little bit about a blood drive. Did you want to introduce him since I just did?
0: Yes. It is Jamie Stillman, to be sure. We'll have to have Brian on another time.
3: But he's... Tell us who you are, real quick. My my real name is Jamie Stillman. Uh,
2: actually, you want to tell the joke because I did a, a post on Facebook and yeah. I I'll let you, y'all tell it.
3: Yeah, you um, posted on Facebook about running into me, which was actually Brian Nail at a function, <laughs> and um, you know said it was great to run into him. And it's been uh, a long time. <laughs> it has. It has. Oh man, so, I,
2: I had to eat crow on that big time. Uh, but. Y'all, y'all both are great guys, and uh, you work for, you. is it CMG? I do, work for CMG. Right, cool. So tell us about this blood drive. What's going on? And this correlates with your yeah. son. who Absolutely. So passed.
3: every year my family does a blood drive um, in memory of my son that passed away in 2016. And um, this will be the seventh annual, um, and we're actually moving location this year, so we're going to be here in Murfreesboro for the first time. We've done the previous years at um, Laverne High School where he graduated high school and we've decided to move it out here to Murfreesboro this year in the fountains. So um, he passed away in 2016, he was 21. And um, most people kind of assume we're doing the blood drive to you know, remember him or kind of, if he had an accident, what happened, were there life saving measures and that kind of stuff. And that's where we really try to get the story out because it's, it's not that at all. Um, when Ryan was born in 2016, There were a lot of complications with his mom's pregnancy and delivery, and he had to have a couple of blood transfusions when he was born. Right. And um, he had AB negative blood, which is the most rare. That's the rarest. Yeah, rarest one that's out there. And we happened to be at Vanderbilt University, which we were told a lot of the rural hospitals and smaller ones wouldn't have that kind of blood on hand. So we were really lucky that other people donated blood, which is what gave him life to enjoy the 21 years we had. Right on.
2: Wow. That's That's awesome. So tell us again, the blood drive is when, and it's at the fountains.
3: It's going to be at the fountains in the plaza room. So we'll be down there close to the soda shop and the splash pad. So plenty of stuff to do while you're waiting to donate. Um, But it's on August 5th, which is a Saturday, 9 to 3. Um, We do registrations and sign-ups all the way till the day of. You just call, give us a little bit of information, um, get you signed up. You're usually there about 30 to 45 minutes max in the door, out the door. And like I said, this year, there'll be a lot of stuff going on around us. Um, So, you know, if you want to grab lunch at Burger Republic or want to go to the soda shop or something, it'll be something you can do and then get back out to the ball games or whatever's going on on Saturday. Make
0: sure you're not going to faint. Go get some Burger Republic. Yeah. Plenty of...
3: uh, We've been lucky enough for the last seven years since we've done it, we've got a lot of sponsors that pitch in. So we do uh, T-shirts for everybody that shows up, whether they donate or not. Um, We've got, you know, bracelets and kind of other swag. Always have donations from some donut places, some pizza places around. So right on. there's always a lot of a lot of fun. The uh, that's important.
2: Blood people don't realize it's the what's well, the gift of life. Yeah, that's what I think.
3: But uh,
0: an AB negative is the the rarest. The
3: rarest, absolutely. Wow. And and you know, so we were really lucky that we happened to be there um, when yeah. he was born. So it's um it's been really cool because I've talked to a lot of people that have. You know dealt with grief or lost children and kind of what it does to families and how you deal with that kind of grief and a lot of people will do things in their memory you know whether it be raising money for something or starting some kind of charity and with the blood drive you know one donation of blood saves up to three lives depending on how it's used so you know going on six years we've been able to we're over that two thousand number mark now in the mm. history of our blood drive. So over 2,000 lives potentially saved. Wow. Right so it's it's huge.
0: Are there certain types of blood, if you know, that that are in low quantities now or in special need? or?
3: Yeah, I mean the Red Cross has been at kind of an emergency level for a long time. So they're looking for anything. Mm-hmm. There's some types of blood um, that you can do a double donation. Um, I don't have those off the top of my head. I know it's O negative and A negative where it actually can save up to six lives so huh. they hook you up to machine instead of just a little needle in the arm so there's there's certain t- blood types that they you know can use in even more ways mm-hmm. who can
2: give blood and who can't give blood or is it
3: yep there's some stuff on the red Cross's website that kind of goes over a few things but anyone that shows up with an appointment they're going to screen you just as if you were to walk they're in so getting stuck next- yeah well (laughs) they might they might get a finger poke they're gonna at least do a finger poke test your blood ask you a bunch of questions about where you've traveled that kind of stuff will y'all
2: be giving out balloons because when i was a kid (laughs) at murfreesboro medical clinic yeah dr lewis he'd say son go down the hallway to your right uh you're gonna get your finger of course i went into tears then you know 12 (laughs) years old uh and they would always give me a balloon so i think that's important that we have balloons not only (laughs) for the kids but yeah. 57 year
0: old i mean for the weenies <laughs> yeah we've got a lot of
3: stuff that we we give i don't know if we're gonna do balloons or not but if you come they'll You'll definitely make sure be I you get a balloon. balloon okay yeah they'll definitely get cool. a balloon for you that's cool yeah, yeah.
2: well we're excited for you and yeah. for this endeavor that's going on the sixth year
3: this will be the seventh year. seventh year seventh year yeah and it's um, like i said nine to three so we'll make appointments basically every 15 minutes during that period so right. um I've got some information i'll put there's actually we've got a facebook page so our organization's called give life for ryan give
2: life for ryan you can follow that on facebook
0: and that's where they go to register they can go there
3: or i always put on everything we put out me and my wife's numbers you can text give us a call direct message on facebook instagram whatever and we'll make sure that you get registered
0: and we'll post this flyer too we
3: usually do a few walk-ins because some people plans come up and they may forget to cancel but we are taking Red Cross's staff, so we try to get as many appointments set as we can. Because if we get to the week of the blood drive and we're not filling those slots, they're going to cut the staff back. So that's why we encourage people to register so that we can, you know, fill those slots, have the, have right. the staff there and be ready to go. Do you
2: Perfect. all take donations or, I mean, other than blood, de- like money? or Sure. We,
3: we never have. We've been really blessed. When we first started the organization, we thought of different ways we could help. Had a lot of people offer that we do have five or six sponsors that have been around since 2016 that always help us and we give them credit for ching yeah they That's pay right. for the shirts that we give out some of the swag we do renting the buildings that kind of stuff and we've got some and they're all local community partners that have always helped us and we'll definitely do some shout outs to them on our facebook page and right the of. and so we've been really lucky so we just tell people if they were wanting to make a donation like cash or something Maybe just ask somebody if they're scared of needles or whatever. Ask somebody <laughs> to maybe donate in your place that's not doesn't have a problem with it. Right. You know, yeah. Just to spread the word
0: more. And what color are the shirts this year?
3: And we haven't released that yet. Oh. So, that's uh, you know, <laughs> this is this is year 7, so we've got 6 out there and sometime this week they're supposed to be ready and we'll okay. do a reveal. Okay, now that's I'm awesome. just going
0: to say have you ever had a pink one?
3: We have not. We've talked Because about it, it would be
0: cool for the bar movie
3: i'm that's just right. saying it does go together we've had a lot of requests so we've kind of done um you know nor i don't want to say normal colors you know just the blue red green um but we've had a lot of requests like when are you gonna do hot pink or lime green or tie-dye or you know celtic a fans crazy, laker so. fans yeah
2: okay uh how many gallons do, y- do y'all go by gallons liters
3: we we go by units units the blood it's a, that's right yeah so every Not gallons i'm thinking of something. yeah every unit every donation is three units and so like last year for example we had 141 units wow um i'm sorry we had 141 donations last year so that times three whatever that you know it's, mm. it's good i don't know what kind of business you got to be in to do math that's not be mine <laughs>
2: i am not a math person <laughs> i'm a I, history person
3: i usually am but my kids are just like stop trying to show off we right know, three times three is nine i yeah. do know that there you go yeah yeah I don't do math in my head because they think i'm trying to show off so i just say i don't know Get me a calculator
0: well i added it right off the bat but i'm going to show y'all up yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) so the units add up quick units which is is really cool yeah we've we've been really lucky we've partnered with red cross they've they've been there they've been phenomenal every year so kind of cool to have them come out because we'll run in i donate every 58 days which is the minimum that you can kind of made that you know commitment since everything so Um, But I'll run into somebody that's worked one of our blood drives working at the local center over at Memorial um, and asking like what the color of the shirts are going to be this year. You know, (laughs) I've ran into a blood drive somewhere else and had on a Give Life for Ryan shirt and another person's there giving blood with the same shirt on, which is a really cool. So kind of what we set out to do seven years ago. And it's it's incredibly rewarding. It helps our family a ton with uh with missing him and wishing he was here sure but yeah. having a cause to uh to turn to has been really cool
2: I'd be very proud of y'all um so again it's tell us again the date time and and where
3: it's august the 5th which is a saturday just coming up soon i'm gonna be at the fountains in the plaza room which is right down on the corner by the soda shop and by the cornhole area that kind of stuff and. Um, we'll be there nine to three you can go on and register um like I said, put this flyer up and there's phone numbers websites go there and we have join us.
2: A, a nurse on staff will our nurse be there in case i we, pass
3: out we've, we've, <laughs> had a few people, yeah, we've had a few people get lightheaded and they haven't <laughs> donated before so that's what they're there for
2: i have a thing called hypoglycemia i think that's low blood sugar and i yeah. can remember as a kid with my mom and my younger brother david we'd be up on the square and it wrecks all drugs I went out, I went to the floor, man. I just went out. Yeah. And I can remember Jesse Messick, who was uh, who started on clave making days. He and my dad and mom, they are all grew up together. They took a Hershey uh,
4: chocolate Kiss? bar yeah. and
2: stuck it in my mouth. And I, I was like, I just came like, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an addiction yeah. to sugar. So then I, you just started faking it all yeah, the time. Yeah, I was faking Ooh. it so I could get my free candy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, we're excited for you. Um, yeah, we'll plan on being there. Oh, you know, love to have you. Whatever we can do to help out we sure want to help you out Fine. um and uh you need to our i was going to talk about our next guest who's uh yeah.
4: yeah
2: a human trafficking expert and wow. uh, on on all that we're going to dig into that there's a um i'll say her name's candy and she's going to join us uh here in a little bit and there's a movie out in the sound of freedom which is about uh, trafficking human trafficking which sure. you just need to go see the movie um, people don't realize well, we're, we're going to get into it here in a minute the, yeah. the 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 money The it's a big time business it's a very sad mm-hmm. i can't believe people would do that to each other and uh or do it yeah. It's 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 but we're gonna delve into that here I'll, in just a minute. I'm a little
0: concerned on a deeper level about this subject well, about the subject of the movie because I feel like it's getting put into more of a political you know. Arena. Ca- mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I just you know, I I was really excited to bring Candy on tonight because it's happening right here. And so oh, yeah, no matter what you think about the movie, right how far down a rabbit hole You want to go Or not go Or you think It's not a rabbit hole Whatever you think We do have facts And we do have Things that are Happening right here So
2: For different reasons I mean People think Well it's just this But there's people I don't want to steal All the people <laughs> Being sold into people Yeah You know yeah. It's, And we're going to Get into that Which I never And I want to I want to thank uh, Michelle Buford For setting that up And thank Lady Kay For setting you up yeah. But I appreciate it. Uh, just so happens that movie's coming out and that uh, we're going to, you know, it just came out. We're going to talk about the human trafficking that goes on here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, Middle Tennessee, hmm. all around the world. But really, you know, it hits home. Um, Lady K, what else is going on?
0: Well... I'm just excited to get the word out. I do feel it's important um, and I feel like it's something nobody really wants to talk about. Um, I know that personally I've been working with a um, a charity organization that's new here in Murfreesboro, The Sweet Addiction, and uh, they help women that are labeled unemployable due to certain things such as felonies, incarcerations, previous addictions, and human trafficking. So. It's here, and we have a need. And first of all, we have a need to know, and we need to know the information that is is pertinent to us. And we are going to take a quick break and get set up for our next guest. Thank you, Jamie.
3: Absolutely, thank y'all for having me so much. I really appreciate the time. Thanks.
4: At Lawyers Land & Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land & Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street.
1: Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only 5 minutes from I 24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931 954 You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook.
2: Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus
5: Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie Award winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out our website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407.
0: Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady Kay. Hey, hey. We have got a great show lined up. Difficult topic, but great nonetheless. We're so excited to have Candy Carter with us. Right on. Um, she is a renowned um, human trafficking expert here in Rutherford County, correct?
6: That's correct. That's
0: correct. right so first of all can you tell us a little bit about who you are and and why you are in this
6: (laughs) okay well i certainly didn't choose it
0: i I can't imagine you as a child saying i think when i grew up no no
6: No. No. not in my wildest dreams (laughs) um i grew up here in burfreesboro and i have just had a heart for the broken and about 23 years ago I was called into Frontline Street Ministry, and while I was out there, I began to see women. Mm. Um, Just kind of, uh, just felt very led to reach out to them, but I didn't know exactly how that was going to happen. And um, the Lord used someone who was very near and dear to my heart. Um, In fact, a family member. To someone who I was very good friends with hmm and um, that person was struggling with a um, crack cocaine addiction yeah and that led them out into the streets hmm so I spent seven years chasing this person oh my um, married to a local law enforcement officer and I used to ask him if he would go while he was out in the area to look for her yeah and he let me know really quick that god had called me to this ministry and i needed to go look myself because he had a whole city (laughs) that he was covering yeah so you know obviously he couldn't um dedicate his time to one person Mm -hmm. so um i had to kind of pull up my bootstraps and go and i did and while i was out there i saw more women and my heart was moved you know um just couldn't you you cannot pass people by and see the pain in their eyes and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Not if you have a heart. And uh, so I had to figure out a way to reach them. Yeah. And
0: and it uh, affects so many more people than the one that you see on the street. You oh, know, they have, a parents, yeah. they have parents, children got, a lot of times. Yes.
2: There's different yes. reasons they're in there. Let me Let me ask you this. How many law enforcement do we have that work in the sex trafficking? Like, do you have an idea? City, county, two or three or...
6: Honestly, I don't know, don't know. the Sheriff's Department. I right. know at MPD. I, I believe there's five officers okay. that are focusing specifically on that topic.
2: Right. Hmm. Um, is there, is there a certain race, age, gender that is trafficked more? Because people think it's just children. You know, the, the movie that w- that I watched, uh, The Sound of Freedom, it was... Well, I don't want to tell all about it, but depicted where people... children were kidnapped and then taken to Mm -hmm. a third world country like and then Mm. taken up through a jungle and they're making cocaine and in um but there's also you know the the sex slaves and all that stuff but the what's a typical trafficking who or the scenario yeah what's the scenario what's the age the uh sex i mean what's the is it children is it a little boy little girl is it older person i mean
6: that's a very good question (laughs) trafficking human trafficking does not have um favorites Mm. i'll just say that does not have favorites no it attacks the most vulnerable right and so a lot of times children are the most vulnerable population because they can't fend for themselves Mm -hmm. right you know um if they don't have responsible adults in their life, a lot of times they can be vulnerable. Sometimes they can have very responsible adults in their life, and they can get caught up in it in school. Right. Um, it happens everywhere. Um, it does not matter uh, what background they come from or anything.
2: What subdivision they live in it or matter. what side of the tracks.
6: No, it does not matter. People
2: think, well, they're just homeless people. That's not always no. the case.
6: No, no no now does it happen within our homeless community absolutely it does because they are in a vulnerable position and a lot of times people find themselves in a place where they would um, succumb to any temptations that are out there uh, that would hopefully get them a meal or hopefully get them a bed to lay down Mm. in at night Mm -hmm. and so um, they may agree to certain things but not necessarily mean for it to go so far and it just happens um and i think that's the the case with a lot of even young uh i don't even want to say young girls because it's happening to young boys too right Mm -hmm. um it's anyone who is in a vulnerable position
2: what about the children coming over the border a lot of those being trafficked trafficked
6: You know, in Murfreesboro, I don't, I could not say that in Murfreesboro because the statistics here, I don't really think that you could say they would be accurate because there are a lot of cases that go unreported, especially among the um, immigrant population because, you know, a lot of them don't even want to be noticed. They don't Mm -hmm. want to be picked up because they're afraid that they may have to go Go back. back. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of them will stay quiet. Yeah, they don't necessarily trust the. Mm-hmm. No, no. And if they're being victimized, right. a lot of times they're just not going to say anything because we don't know whether they owe money to someone. Um, we don't know whether their families owe money to someone. Um, you know, and they're afraid. Their lives have been threatened.
2: Right. Wow.
0: So I understand, okay, preying on the vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So we're talking children. We're talking those that already are have addictions or, you know, barriers in their life and things like that so how do they how do they keep them in that spot though I guess you know I I mean I've read things about how they drug them and you know drug them up drug them down
2: yeah
6: you know locally I would say that's not the case Hmm. it's mind control it's being able and I'm not (laughs) saying that in a weird way I'm just saying (laughs) like so bad you can get into the psyche of someone and break them down mentally you have control
0: yeah Wow, so make them feel like they're not good enough. Absolutely, you know, they're worthless. And
6: wow, if they already don't know their identity, mm-hmm. they're already already struggling with who they are. It's and already having easy. all those doubts. Absolutely.
2: And, and sometimes it's family members that mm-hmm. are doing it.
6: Mm-hmm. To, Familial trafficking them. is probably the most common form of trafficking I've seen here.
2: Selling children or whatever to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For you money, know, for whatever.
6: It doesn't necessarily mean selling. It may be something else in exchange for um, something of value. It may be a night in a motel room.
0: Right.
4: Mm.
0: Mm. Just loaning them out. Yeah.
6: Mm. Mm-hmm. That happens quite often. So it's mm-hmm. really,
2: they're like s- slaves. I mean, slavery goes, we it think of slavery, think slavery. of the Civil War. Yes. And so, and we know that was abolished, you know, the Slavery's wrong any way you look at it. Absolutely. But it's even worse when you're dealing with children. And Yeah. yeah.
0: Oddly enough, I thought of something today with this show. I was um, going over a a book with my son. He's got to read for school. And it was set back in Egyptian times. And the story brushes right past it. And I was hoping he wouldn't catch it. But it was like a little short (laughs) guy (laughs) but he was in it he was a guy he wasn't a child but he was very small and childlike and it was so and so was a pet of the queen Mm -hmm. and my son was like a pet pet what what i was like oh she probably liked the way he danced or he sang for her (laughs) i was like let's go on but uh, this is not something new like this topic is not this has been here forever forever, from the beginning of time so so to deal with it now we've got to get past the shock of it absolutely that it's you know it's not just something that's happening now it's happened forever but how has it changed now like you know the mind control thing is new <laughs> i mean i would say more new internet travel
2: be here and then be somewhere overseas just like that i guess yeah
6: travel's absolutely. easier travel the internet um you know, and there are different because we do have the internet. We have access to things that, you know, a hundred years ago people didn't have access to. We didn't have the imagery mm-hmm. that that is out there now. Right. Yeah. Um, and and I know a lot of people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but say pornography it. feeds yeah. human trafficking. Yeah. It creates a taste for something that is so taboo. Hmm. Um, that people who struggle with um, this type of addiction, and it is an addiction, um, there's an appetite Mm -hmm. that is there that wants to be fed. Right.
0: Well, I guess, and we do know that addictions to pornography and addictions to these Mm -hmm. types of things are more prevalent now because we do have the way to Mm -hmm you know
6: yeah and I think a lot of people would disagree with me on this especially if you have you know a dad that would say you know hey I I'll, I'll, I'll watch porn but I would never dream of looking at children you know and that may be the case but here's the thing the longer you stay within that addiction eventually it's not going to fulfill your appetite anymore no, like You're a gateway need, it is a gateway, a gateway absolutely
0: bird. wow That's scary to
2: think about yeah it is um so the you Kelsey Lady K, you said something <laughs> earlier about that movie. Have you Candy, have you seen have you seen that movie? You've I seen have. it. Okay. I have. You had mentioned being political. 'cause so I've heard that hey it was maybe QAnon or stuff political. I just don't or maybe the people that made it or whatever, but I I I like, here's what I see. I see human traffic. And it was based on. Was it based on a true story?
6: Yes, it was based on a true story. Um, as far as the political side of thing, I think that we are in that era right now where everybody is looking for the politics, mm-hmm. right, no matter what the topic is, right. And if there is a way to debunk some truth that it, that might expose evil, mm-hmm. people are going to throw the politics yeah. uh, label on it. You know. I think that we have to be very realistic and say you know this stuff is really happening right on yeah you know it is happening
2: yeah so what's the typical and i'm thinking you know you for y'all that shop at walmart or don't or go to target you see uh an old van winnebago what 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 do we what do we need to be aware of because i've seen commercials where say a, a gentleman's holding a child and they're going through and then they'll pass a note or something say hey call 9 one have, have y'all seen those okay i'm the only one um what's a typical what do we look for if say if we're at walmart or at Marshall, wherever you shop and you see a child that's with somebody in there and you just sad. get an uncomfortable yeah. feeling mm-hmm. so what do you do mm-hmm.
6: you know i say listen to your gut i think that we need to be very careful not to um since they sensationalize the topic because I think a lot of people that have gone to see Sound of Freedom have known it was around but all of a sudden this new fire is you know there's a flame there that's just really people are excited about um, looking for it Um, we have to be careful about that because we don't want to create something that is not there there are a lot of situations out there where parents are just not paying attention they might be in the store shopping and their kids you know hiding in the clothing rack right that doesn't mean that there's a human trafficking case or you know like marty five like yeah yeah, yeah. we don't want to be like that we don't want to be like that at all we want to make sure that we are paying attention to our surroundings um, we want to watch our own children. You know, I think that we just need to be more aware of what's happening. We're not living in Mayberry.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. We just
6: aren't. We have a lot of people from everywhere that come in and out of our city. Um, we have a lot of people driving in for from, from work. Um, we have people who are traveling here. Mm-hmm. Um, our interstates, you know, we've got six different interstates coming into Murfreesboro. I mean, right. we're like a hub. Uh, of the wheel and so it's easy access in and out we have hotels and motels on every um intersection near um the 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 exits yeah Yeah. so it's easy to get in and out so i just say be very mindful um i personally keep my kids very close to me when i'm in the store i'm vigilant uh, just because i know what is out there Uh, my kids have to stay within an arm's reach of me. Near mom. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm very careful about it. Um.
0: And that's such a fine line because you you don't want them to not enjoy childhood because they're terrified, but then you don't want to miss an opportunity to educate them.
6: Well, mine are probably <laughs> a little bit more unique than the average. <laughs> right. I think because when we walk in, the first thing that we do is start to look for the exits. Yeah. My kids identify exits. Um, they also we we've taught them to check out your surroundings look at the people around you if you start to notice someone coming down the aisle more than once or twice and they've might made eye contact with you you know that's that's just alert Mm -hmm. alert and and my kids will say to me you know hey mom that person has followed us a couple of times and I don't have a really good feeling about them. And there have been a couple of situations where I felt personally that I needed to go to the manager of the store and say, hey, this person's followed us around the store too Mm. many times and we're not comfortable. Would you just keep an eye on them? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that... uh, Most people don't want to do that. No, they don't. don't. They don't.
0: Mm -mm. But... Yeah, I don't know why now this is interesting I ha- my oldest is 18 and she was on interstate 24 with another 18 year old she was driving my daughter was and police car turns the lights on behind them and so my daughter being the good little you know I gotta pull over and her friend said wait a minute that's not a marked car mm-hmm. and she said well I- I'm getting pulled over and she said were you speeding no you know do you have a sensor you're like no mm. I think we need to call And she said, Mm -hmm. but don't pull over on the interstate. Go to the exit, the next exit, whatever. So the other little girl called in, I guess to the sheriff's department, asked, you know, told them where they were. Is there a traffic stop in progress? They said no. They asked them to describe the car. And they started describing the car. They pulled over, I guess, onto the shoulder at the top of the exit. It was daytime. Yeah. Um, The car pulled up. They said that the front the dashboard and everything was all computer mm. database, you know, just like pulled up everything open and did not look like a police officer <laughs> whatsoever. And once he saw they were on the phone, he kind of like panicked and they took a picture of him and he shot out of there. They got a, his license plate, sent it okay. in. He was from a surrounding county, county, I can't, DeKalb or something like that. Right. But I mean, that close, mm-hmm. that yeah, close. A
2: predator, yeah.
0: And I was so proud. I was like, "Oh my!" You know, I I wouldn't even thought of that at eighteen. Right. I don't know that I would think of that now. Honestly, I probably would have pulled over. I hate to admit mm-hmm. it, but
2: well, mm-hmm. yeah, there's people who are imposters. You know, That have these blue lights or whatever. But I don't. I don't know. If we had that when I. I think we didn't have this problem when I'm 57. When I was a kid, uh, crime was. Um, I don't know. Somebody got drunk and got into a fight, or whatever. The cat got stuck in the tree. That's not. That's <laughs> crime today because of the internet, and um, it's so fast. The communication—you find out stuff that quick and instant um, gratification. Um, it just seems like it's—it's it's a whole lot worse. I couldn't imagine growing up today.
6: I. I'll have to be very honest. It's been around. It's just that people talk now. Yeah, you didn't talk Back about it. Back when then. we were growing up, people didn't talk. Right. They swept things under the rug. Right. And it would be the family secret. You know, people just didn't talk about things. Right. Now they're talking. That's um, Because true. I've worked cases, and I have heard girls say, you know, this, this was going on when I was 10 years old, and they were my age. Wow. You know, where they were covering up because their mom was letting all of her boyfriends, you know, have their yeah. way with them to pay with the rent. The daughter. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm. It's, just, it's, it's just sick.
6: It is, and a lot of it just goes unprosecuted, especially when you have familial trafficking because kids don't want to tell on their parents.
0: Yeah, if they're so confused.
6: And if it's a way of life that they, you know, they don't know any different. They don't know what, a, what the world looks like outside of that. They have no idea.
0: Yeah, they think they can handle that. Why risk it? <laughs> go find something worse, maybe.
6: Absolutely.
0: Well, what are some, do you have some statistics or things that you think might shock us into reality <laughs> here in Rutherford County?
2: Yeah, or Murfreesboro. <sighs> or Murfreesboro.
0: Or Murfreesboro or?
6: You know, I I don't really have statistics, and I'll tell you why. There are a lot of cases that just go, like I said, unprosecuted. So if they aren't prosecuted, you're not getting those stats. Right. Okay. Now, what I would recommend is you guys call um, Murfreesboro Police Department and the Sheriff's Department and ask them how many calls they're getting into these units. Right. Um, It doesn't mean that they've been prosecuted, but at least you know those calls are coming in. Um, All of them are not going to get prosecuted if they don't have good witnesses and Mm -hmm. they don't have good uh, evidence. So, yeah, it's very hard for those who have been victimized if they are not a good witness
2: in the i guess the reason these traffickers use children they can make a lot of money off of them and at age 10 to say 20 or whatever and i'm like you know i just can't imagine the you know the mind control uh i'm thinking well why don't they just leave you know but mm-hmm. it's they're probably afraid for their life. Number it, it, one, you know, and no, they're probably under the influence of something.
6: Yeah, it's no different than someone who's been caught in domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And and I brought with me the, the physical violence uh, wheel and the sexual violence wheel, and it's all about power and control. Mm. And you can use this wheel for someone who's been um, involved in domestic violence or someone who has been involved in, um, you know, rape or any of these type mm. of things where there's there's a power and control you're welcome to have that mm. um, you yeah, it's know about it's that. just power it's a, and control it is it's about power and control mm.
2: but like we talked about earlier there's a gateway leads one thing leads to another like you were talking about the pornography and all that stuff well,
6: let's talk about Ted Bundy yeah I'm so,
0: no. <laughs> well he Jeez. he was yeah. uh
2: he he was just he was a psycho sicko i mean he was just uh mm-hmm. but he, he
6: started out in pornography
2: pornography and then uh it was tallahassee i think it started in the university of florida but he he went around the, the country and the according to the documentaries I, I i've seen in the past that the women loved this guy they would send him letters and stuff mm-hmm. while he was in prison but he had a way of controlling your mind
6: that's it that's it but he, he, had the he was charisma. a nut. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Very charismatic. hmm But it, he was a butcher.
6: hmm
2: Just, just sick.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so to your what you're saying is he started off as quote unquote innocently with pornography. Yes. Uh, that yes.
6: Playboy
2: magazine, whatever.
6: Yeah. yeah. He didn't even have access to what's out there now. What's out there now is not pornography of the '80s. What's out there now is hardcore rape.
2: That's what it is now
4: yes mm.
6: yes it's very violent and what that does to the brain how it creates etchings in the brain it is such a deep etching they say that it is harder to get off of pornography than it is to get off of heroin holy moly yes wow and pornography affects you completely different than um drugs Mm-hmm. Would because now, you, now dopamine. you're talking about in the soul realm. Mm-hmm. You touch that person's soul. So,
2: mm. so you're you're an advocate for the the victims. Um, and I'm, we may have covered this earlier but what made you what what really made you say, "Hey, I'm, I want to do this"? Or it was a calling. Was it something? Maybe something happened to you or a relative, or you just said hey i, I want to help the less fortunate people or the, or the weakest the children um which is very admirable i mean thank,
6: thank you. you for for doing it um you know i've had a lot of experience with people very close to me um who have had to walk through some very hard times in their lives and um you know i think with with me once I saw and understood that those women out there were not doing this because they just woke up one day and decided hey I want to prostitute for the rest of my life right. no they had vulnerabilities and most of them had been victims of childhood sex abuse right um, and they never really overcame um, or got the healing that they deserved and You know it becomes part of your self-worth and if you don't understand the value of who you are on the inside and people around you aren't valuing you as well you just become a part of that and it's their lifestyle Um, until someone comes in and says hey you know you don't deserve this you're worth so much more than this right you know they need someone who will speak life back into them
2: encourage them
6: yeah absolutely and um and that's just what i felt uh called to do and um i think for me the hardest part for me was when um i walked into a situation where there were five little children Mm. here in murfreesboro that had been trafficked Mm and that shattered my world because i never imagined in the city that i grew up in there would be anything like that going on
0: i mean even hearing that right now like i believe you i mean i'm not there's no i know it's happening but it's still hard for my brain to even fathom it honestly it is
2: it's something you don't talk about it's just hey don't Mm -hmm. talk about it not what here if you mind me what age group five six seven the youngest
6: was 18 months old
2: Mm. Wow. So.
0: And how 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 did you find this out? Like how how did they get busted? How I guess that's I
6: was I was in the motel where they were staying, not staying there. I was I was doing ministry there. Yeah, observing. Was yes, I was there.
0: And you kind of saw coming in and out and oh and was this a familial situation it was oh.
6: it was absolutely
2: well what is that we kind of know what the problem is what's the solution. solution what do we do as a concerned citizen what can we do
6: i think the most important thing that we can do is educate educate our children because they are, when they leave our presence, when they go to school, when they go out with their friends, when they go to the mall, wherever they are, they need to understand that there is danger out there. We don't want our, our children to have fear, but we want them to have an awareness. And we also need to create an environment where children in general feel safe to come to us and tell mm-hmm. us the truth. We need to have a relationship with our children that um, opens the door for them to say you know what i can go to my mom or i can go to my dad i can go to my aunt my uncle my grandparents about anything and it's going to be okay no matter how bad it looks Mm -hmm. on my end because here's what happens a lot of times especially on the internet you got these young people that are on the internet they are talking to strangers they may think that they're talking to someone who is their age and it could be someone much older on the other end who is grooming them. Right. And there have been cases where kids are literally trapped in their own bedroom to the camera on their laptop because you have someone who is controlling them, telling them, hey, I have your IP address. I know exactly where you are. Mm. I know how to find you. I know who your parents are. And they begin to tell them everything about themselves.
2: So they're frantic, they're scared. And
6: they're afraid. Yeah. So we've got to, keep open open communication with our young people
2: thank you we've been talking to candy carter about human trafficking you've been listening to lady k this is the mr murfreesboro show we'll be back in two minutes Rhonda
5: McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie Award winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193, or check out our website, loansbyronda.com Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407.
4: At Lawyers Land & Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land & Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street
1: old stone fort golf course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf located right next to the beautiful duck river and only five minutes from i24 whether you're a beginner or avid golfer old stone fort golf course is ideal for you golf carts are available and there is a golf shop you can play nine holes for nine dollars and kids 12 and under play for free they are located at 1017 country club lane in manchester tennessee you can call for a tea time at nine three one 954 0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook.
0: Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. We're in the house with Candy Carter talking. Very deep, uh, serious subject tonight, which Bill and I felt you guys should hear about and talk a little more about. It's hard to digest, hard to think about, but the only way it's going to get better is if we dig in and accept and let it sit and simmer and get to work.
2: That's right. That's right. Take some action. Mm-hmm. So we were talking during the break. You had mentioned some hotlines or 1-800 numbers that people mm-hmm. can call if they're in trouble They're scared or they're being trafficked, elaborate on that.
6: Yeah, if there's someone out there who um, someone is holding you against your will or you feel like um, you're caught up in a situation that you can't get out of and you know that someone is um, gaining some type of, uh, whether it be money or they're getting something of value out of um, you being exploited, then I want you to know that there are numbers that you can call. You can reach out and help uh, for help. And one of the numbers that you can call is one 855 55 TNHTH or you can text BEFREE.
0: Ooh, that's easy yes. to remember.
6: Um, and the National Human Trafficking Hotline number is 888-373-7888.
2: On the federal level, who's in charge of that? Is that... Homeland Security has something to do with it. Who, who, is there a czar for for Yeah, they have the blue campaign. The Homeland
6: Security has the blue campaign. That's for human trafficking. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> I was just pretending. So, right. I wonder
2: why it's called the blue. Something to do with the ocean. I mean, why why blue? Do we know? I don't know. I don't, not that it matters. I'm just. I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, it's like when you go out to dinner or you go to. Like I said, go shopping, go to the mall. That's probably the place where, uh, what do you call the the person that's uh, taking the, the trafficker, I guess, is the one that is abducting. The abductor is taking the uh, you know, whoever. It's, it's not the always an abduction. Yeah, the Abdu-
6: I cannot talk. It's late at night. <laughs> abduction. Um, again, you, yeah. it, 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 most of the time, it is someone grooming uh, it doesn't it, just
2: happen like that, but it it, no, it can happen. No, like
6: that. a lot of times it's, you know, I'm just going to paint it a, a little scenario. Um, what about the kids that are in the mall and groups of girls and somebody walks by and says, hey, you girls should be models. Mm-hmm. You're so cute. You know, hey, let me get your number. Hey, here, here's my card. Take my number. All Give right. me a call if you'd like to do a photo shoot with me. Boom. That's they it.
2: set up that trust.
6: set up that truck i don't
2: want to run people won't go see that movie that's what it did the the modeling yes and they got the parents to trust them and say hey come back at seven o'clock and we'll be done it goes back there's nobody there i mean yeah they're on a boat to wherever absolutely or on a tractor trailer somewhere but it
0: which is exactly the vulnerability that you've been Mm -hmm. talking about you Mm -hmm. hit that teenage girl Longing for recognition And to be Someone to see her As pretty And you right. know All that You're mm-hmm. vulnerable You're extremely vulnerable mm-hmm. And you don't Think of You know Teenagers don't think of The worst case scenario Going to they think the of mall The best yeah. case Absolutely scenario not. Just going to the mall To
2: hang out Yeah right. Right. Next thing you know It's
6: And bad. you know There's the case With the boyfriending You have uh, Boys that You know Can convince their girlfriend To do this And help him make A little bit of money Right mm-hmm. You know it's so simple as that Um, and then again you know you go back to the familial trafficking when you have a parent that obviously you trust your parents you love your parents you would do anything that your parents needed especially if they were struggling yeah and um, again it's 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 someone getting to that point of vulnerability where they are willing to agree Mm -hmm. Um, we don't hear of cases a lot of times here that are forced against a person's will. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it may necessarily uh it may not necessarily be that they were forced. It might be against their will on the inside, but they're not fighting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So but once you get in you don't know how to get back out. Right. Because the shame and the guilt will hold you there. Um so and, it
2: happens. I mean I People are get mad when I say this, but it happens probably in churches. I guess. Yes, it happens. People don't. Want to no Not in my church.
6: No, it does. <laughs> I okay, churches. You does. If
2: you go to parks, like city parks, I mean, I, I'm just trying to get a, a picture. Again, I've, wherever I'm driving around, like you see a uh, Winnebago, whatever it is, a beat down, a white van, and the, the curtains are.
6: Yeah.
2: You just want to call the place. Hey, here, you need to check this out.
6: Yeah, and a lot of times that's just someone who's down on their luck, down lot. on their luck, and they're having to stay in a parking lot. But it happens. I, just, I guess what I'm saying
2: trafficking happens everywhere. It, it could be in a church. It could be, it's it's, with mm. everywhere, every so, day. So
0: sadly enough, this issue is yet another issue that has strong foundation in mental illness. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. get you know get down mm-hmm. to it, you've got parents possibly you know and my mental illness i don't mean like drug addiction Uh, yeah Yeah. drug addiction i mean we've seen
6: it where parents are struggling with methamphetamine addiction Mm -hmm. and that that is drawing them to need that next fix Mm -hmm. and sometimes when they are in that place of vulnerability themselves they may cross a line that they didn't mean to cross yeah you know not in their right mind right and um and there's help for them too oh yeah you know because i
0: I'm excited sitting here thinking about this, um, educating the vulnerable. Claire Maxwell was talking about in the city schools getting that program where they're going to be checking in with the kids more about their well-being, you know.
2: See how they're doing.
0: I mean, in mm-hmm. that way you could thwart some of that off. You could find some of those mm-hmm. kids that are struggling a little bit more mm-hmm. with confidence, you know, with vulnerabilities, with parents, with a, you know yeah. all those things it just needs to come out help them before, before it happens, before it happens to them. Mm-hmm. right on mm-hmm. and educate them that this is out there too yes so yes. is this being taught in school specifically like
6: um i don't know that human trafficking in itself is being taught again mm-hmm. it's been such a taboo subject yeah but um there are uh local organizations that are starting to work towards getting it into the school more yeah Um, I've personally gone into some of the schools and I've talked to students about it and uh, it's pretty eye-opening for them because there are things that will come to their mind that they didn't even realize and all of a sudden you've got kids that are on board and they're ready to start joining the fight yeah
0: vigilante yeah (laughs) we're on the lookout
6: though it's good though if they can um you know, if they have that call on their own lives, you know, they can learn what to look for and mm-hmm. hopefully encourage other youth around yeah. them.
0: And even plant the seed for if they do yes. go through something themselves to yes. pass, awareness. Know their words. Exactly. Yes. Well Yeah.
6: And and before we close, I I, I just wanna say this one last thing sure. to dads. Mm. It is so important that you tell your daughters how much they mean to you. And just really um, tell them they're beautiful. Tell them that they're a princess. Tell them all the things that they want to hear because they need to know these things. It is so important because if you don't, the world is going to tell them who they really are to them mm-hmm. and what they're worth. And it's not going to be what their worth is to you. That's true. Well,
2: thank you, Candy, for coming in and taking your time and talking about this delicate issue that's it, going on here in society maybe we'll we'll get better because of this talk we, we we had Lady Kay yes thank you always Jackson thank you you've been listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro show here on WGNS 1450 AM and 101.9 FM talk radio now go out and do something nice for somebody God bless you